Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, my New York Jets audio therapy begins. It's time for Garbage Time. time fantasy football tonight we have the top 10 quarterback rankings and this is going to get a little bit feisty because i'm a little bit extra pissed off because of training camp injuries to my team how are you boys doing tonight better than you doing well doing well a little bit angry all right guys if you like what you're here on garbage time fantasy football the uh hell that's about to ensue you can subscribe to us here on youtube like and comment on the video you can also listen to us in audio formats Apple, spotify google pandora amazon iHeartRadio, and tune in and also if you'd like to scream at us because we will be screaming at each other tonight you can do that at www.garbagetimeff.com and if you'd like to leave us comments that we answer live on the show you can do that at garbage time fantasy football on instagram or garbage underscore time ff on twitter you boys ready to get into the news News updates. All right, let's get my therapy right out of the way. So there is news late tonight. The right tackle, Mekhi Becton, is hurt for the New York Jets, so let the fucking right tackle's turnstile begin. How do you boys think this is going to affect their running game for the upcoming season? Nothing? Um, Nobody? going to pull around to the left side? <laughs> yeah. We're going to need one anyway. Yeah, so... I don't really know how this is going to affect it. I mean, training camps will be long. We don't really know what the injuries are. I'm just pissed off and peeved about it. So let's get into some more fantasy relevant news. Um, I don't really think you still that it, J- JJ. You still confident about your guarantee for this year? I guarantee it. They'll, they'll find a replacement. All right. They, all right. Well, it's going to be 37 year old replacement though. Who has? He just, he just got arrested. Dwayne, he's talking about Dwayne Brown, who I believe got arrested for having a gun or drugs at the airport. One of the two. Eh, it's okay. It was a gun, and it's all right. We've had a defensive tackle do the same thing, and it was believed that it was kind of a similar situation. They don't even think he's going to be suspended for it, so I'm all right with them. Bring him in. All right, a uh, little bit of news that happened on Friday. Uh, it was reported that Matt Stafford has some elbow issues, some sort of tendonitis, but McGabay said that he looked a little bit better in this upcoming weekend, so do you guys have any concerns with Matt Stafford's elbow issues going into this season? No. I yeah. think uh, they said he he's dealt with it last year. Had an injection in the offseason. He's a quarterback that's been in the league a long time, taken loads of punishment from his time in Motown. So he's a tough guy. I think he's just going to have to manage it through the year. But I'm not changing any rankings based on that report as of now. Any other thoughts, boys? All right, Oz. <laughs> oh, my God. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said Deontay Johnson is dealing with a hip flexor. Any thoughts on this injury going into it after he just got the bag? That money must be weighing him down. I mean, evenly between his pockets. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Deont- if you watch a Steelers game, like at least two or three times a game, Deontay Johnson is hurt and comes off to the side. So it's kind of his MO. And uh, I don't know. I, I, 
think the Steelers made a mistake. They released their own official depth chart and had George Pickens listed as a first-string wide receiver, so it's going to be interesting. He's getting the rookie treatment, that's all. He'll, he'll be in that starting lineup for week one probably. Well, the, most of the time rookies aren't listed as the starters right away. So, Right. So it's kind of interesting. And, you know, there's a nice little spot he can chase there from Chase Claypool, I believe, on another note. Sounds like Claypool's been playing a lot in the slot. So yeah. Claypool, weirdly, may go into the juju role from last year. <laughs> All right, next little bit of news we have tonight. Uh, the Ravens' backfield seems to be becoming a little bit more centered and ready for fantasy football. And it appears that for week one that uh, J.K. Dobbins is going to be ready. So to the elation of Ron, his guy will probably be out there. But it looks like Gus Edwards is probably going to be doubtful for week one and probably won't play. So, boys, what do you think of this Ravens backfield going into week one? Are you confident in the production that J.K. Dobbins will give you? Or do you think they're going to go more with the committee? Or what is this going to look like? Yeah, I'm not confident in J.K. Dobbins week one. Uh, I mean, these ACLs, I mean, his timeline is good for an ACL. They still really haven't fully said, like, the extent of his injury. They're really keeping it hush-hush. Like, it's been hinted that the MCL is was injured too, but no one's ever actually come out and been like, yeah, it, it was. No, they said it was an MCL too. Did they? Yeah, because it was a – a contact ACL injury and that caused damage. But they didn't. They didn't say the extent of the MCL. Injury, they didn't right? say how bad if it was. Right. Yeah. Right. They're being that very hush hush on like right. the significance of the MCL. Yeah. Like, they just said there was damage to it. Yeah. Well, they 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 had enough to clear him today. He went to a doctor and they made the determination. So he's going to be playing. Um, but whether they what were you saying? Uh, he'll he'll still. Uh, I mean, the Ravens always use multiple backs. They'll ramp him up. Mike Davis will probably play the Gus Edwards role. And right, yeah. A little bit. But, like, towards the second half of the season, J.K. Dobbins can win people leagues. Once he starts getting more of his explosiveness back and all that, he'll start ripping off big runs. I mean, you got to be weary about Lamar Jackson running so you get those uh, read options going, and it just opens up room for the running backs, and he's explosive. So once he gets his explosiveness back – he'll be good, especially down the uh, second half of the field. I'm not so sure about that. I think we're going to kind of get the Saquon Barkley effect where he's going to be just a little average for this upcoming year. Um, I think you'll see him be more explosive in the upcoming year after. Timeout from the game. After the first couple weeks, Saquon Barkley was back to Saquon Barkley, and then he stepped on someone and rolled his ankle, and that's what derailed the rest of the season. Yeah, well, injuries don't aren't predominant for other injuries in the future, but, I mean, when you start packing them on, I mean, you're more likely to still re-injure yourself, whether it be that same injury or something else. It, statistically, you're more likely to do that, so whether that be with that. You seem to be thinking that I'm roping something in, so go ahead. No, and make your you're, you're reaching. You're the Gus Edwards owner, so you're reaching for things to knock J.K. Dobbins down. No, I'm not. I kept Gus Edwards on my pup. I'm not – I don't think I'm going to be using like, Gus Edwards for a while, unfortunately. You, you said you think he was going to be, like – Saquon Barkley, and then as soon as I demolished your Saquon Barkley talk, you said, well, you can't compare one injury to another. So, like, after you just tried – No, I didn't say that. I said one injury can lead into another. That's completely different things. Feisty, boys. I like it. I think think he's reaching. 
Yeah, okay, we'll see when you're... Uh... That was a climbing motion you did. I don't know who reaches like that, but... We'll I didn't feel like lazing my arms up anymore, honestly. That was, <laughs> were, you, were you climbing the rope in that gym was, class? Is that what that you were was, doing? Like, I, that's all the enthusiasm I had in moving my arms. Not going to lie. Two half reaches. <laughs> if it was later in the show, it'd be like this. He's reaching. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll talk about another Ravens players, too. Uh, center Tyler Linderbaum is dealing with a Liz Frank injury. Um, they're saying this may just be a few weeks, but it's a little bit interesting. So this is something else that can really affect their running game. What's your thoughts on this going forward for Tyler Lindenbaum as a rookie? JJ has thoughts. He does. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, the Ravens, if they didn't already, they should fire their training staff because last year they were just annihilated by injuries, and they're already off to a terrible start this year. So Yeah. They need to fix the field. <laughs> training staff in there. Avoid hiring someone from San Francisco. I uh, yeah I I don't they they <laughs> seem to uh, always find a way to run the football so I'm not that worried about it affecting. You think Tyrod's doctor is available? Heard he's really helpful. God. No, all right. He's probably a school nurse somewhere now. All right, let's talk about a Chiefs running back that I know JJ's been keeping up on and is making some waves in training camp. Let's talk about something positive besides injuries. Chiefs seventh-round running back Isaiah Pacheco is running routes in the slot in training camp and still getting first-team reps. So, JJ, what's your thoughts on Isaiah Pacheco? He seems to be making some waves in training camp. Um, I'm going to watch him play Saturday when he uh, gets shut down by the Bears. But uh... <laughs> Oh, jeez. I'm just kidding. You guys know I love my preseason. He loves preseason football. That's the only time the Bears win. I'm, bet, I'm betting on all the unders for this. Record than the Giants last year. Ron, Ron, and they beat the Giants last two times they played them. JJ's I'm excited Super for Thursday. We got the Giants-Patriots matchup here. I already bet the under. Oh, we do? Yeah, Thursday. I'm trying real hard to, like, minimize my – Your expectations? My, my love of football – through the preseason and just let it just, you know, <clears throat> through the roof when regular season comes. Cause I get so into preseason and then I'm like thinking my team's going to do good. And then I end up like Joe. And I just get sad. Just crying by November. Everyone gets crying. sucked into that game. November. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sad by the end of October. <laughs> Joe will September. be crying on October 30th. Probably the second second it's, week of September. It's, it's, it's Columbus Day every year. March on your calendar. Columbus Day. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to the 2023 draft. <laughs> no, it's, we're not that bad yet, but we definitely need some help in that line. But anyway, let's get back to fantasy football. We'll talk about a Jets player that's actually being talked up, and JJ brought this up earlier, and actually another report came out today about him. Uh, Tyler Conklin has been awesome in training camp. Green and white game. He got three passes in a row, got a touchdown during that, and he's been showing out in front of CJ Uzama. Do you guys think there's any streamer ability to him coming up this year, or is this just camp fodder and nothing but smoke? Uh, well, let's see. You guys have already hyped up Brees Hall this yep. offseason, Elijah Moore, yep. Garrett Wilson. No, never never pumped up Garrett Wilson. I actually draft, I didn't draft him. Okay, still, Elijah Moore, yep. Brees Hall. Yep. Now Tyler Conklin, yep. you must think the Jets are going to have like a top 10 offense top to think 15. that all of these players could possibly be relevant. Well, we got to take care of the right tackle. It may not be if we don't do that, but I don't care I if like you have before. the best right tackle in the league right now, you're not going to be a top 10 offense. I said top 15. I never said top 10. 
I still don't not even sure you get there. What okay, are they, Daniel Jones? Is it all? Is it? Uh, is it just all? Not belief in Zach Wilson there for your run. What? I I like Zach Wilson. I think he takes a leap, but I don't think it's going to be this monstrous leap. And I wouldn't take Najee in the fourth pick of a half PPR. I would go with either Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson in that spot. Justin Jefferson or Dalvin Cook for me. You can't go wrong with any three of those players, but it wouldn't be Najee Harris. Go with any three of those players. I agree with that. Welcome back, Edward. Yeah, Edward. Nice to see you back closer to the season. Guys, join the Hackling fandom. Like and subscribe to the show. Join training camp pain tonight. (laughs) In a quarterback debate. All right, next little bit of news I've got for us tonight is SI.com's John McMullen believes Kenneth Gainwell is penciled in for high leverage situations like third downs, hurry up offense, and goal line work. Are the Eagles kind of trying to hide him because it seemed like he got some first down reps in the past weekend that kind of downplayed that? But these reports are still coming out. Do you guys like Kenneth Gainwell as a late round flyer in your drafts? Uh, yeah. I mean, as a late round flyer. I still think Miles Sanders is going to be the main guy, but I do think that they utilize multiple running backs. And if Miles Sanders get hurt, gets hurt, Gainwell could be a really good play. I think he could be too. I, I know JJ absolutely loves his talent. I know Ryan's looked at him a few times too. I think we all agree that the talent is there and there is opportunity there with the Eagles and uh, what we think will be a decent running offense. Um, probably nice and balanced this year. I think there could be some opportunity there for him. JJ, what's your thoughts on him? Yeah, you pretty much covered it. I loved kind of the game all even in like the pre-draft phase last year. And uh, he showed some great things in Philly. They just did not use him enough. So I'd like to see him. I'd like to see it just be him and Miles Sanders getting touches in the backfield and not Boston Scott and whoever else they bring in. That's the frustrating part. But, yeah, I would take fire on him later. You guys have any other thoughts on some uh, late-round flyers at the running back position besides Gainwell? Uh, I have thoughts. Go ahead. Go ahead and give us some. Has thoughts. Give us the thoughts. Like players? Yes. Uh, Isaiah Spiller. Bill <laughs> Herbert. Uh, Zamir White. Uh, I don't know. Pacheco. Depending on how deep your league is and how early you draft. Yeah, no, I I can agree with all of those. Um, you, you seem to like the younger guys stuff, but the younger guys tend to get those opportunities in the second half of the season. Um, yeah, but I think those are all some decent options. Uh, JJ, are they looking to – the Raiders looking to trade Jacobs? That rumor's kind of been flying out there, and they've been shutting that one down. Samir White kind of showed out in that preseason game. Yeah, I don't think so. It's just probably going to be a committee until someone gets hot and starts getting most of the touches. I think, but I think Jacobs will lead lead the Raiders in touches. I think everyone's probably over analyzing and overthinking it. Okay, and last little bit of news I've got for us tonight is Kareem Hunt is in a hold in, as we like to say, and has demanded a trade from the Browns. Uh, is this going to get ugly, or is he just going to give in and play for the Browns? He already gave in a practice today, so I think he's going to play for the Browns this year. So the hold-in is already over. And the Browns are running back. We're not drinking. And when you're a running back, you literally just have no leverage. Not anymore, you don't. Especially (laughs) when you've been in the league for like five years, no one is going to sign you to a long (laughs) Half an assault charge. Yeah. That doesn't help either. 
<laughs> no, he lost a lot of money on that assault charge a few years back. Yes, he did. What's the uh, fantasy outlook for Kareem Hunt, considering we just seem to be in a chaotic realm with their starting quarterback situation? Um, I mean, I haven't – I think I adjusted now that Watson is gone. Or I'm thinking Watson might be suspended for the whole year now. Um, sure, we don't like it. Seems a little bit more likely than it did before. I currently have Kareem Hunt down at – I don't like it, but he's at running back 38 right now. But yeah, but I mean, not tasty. I don't, I don't necessarily like it, but I just don't know how much of the passing volume will be there, how much they're going to try to run the ball. And Nick Chubb is the main running back. So, yeah, I have Hunt just uh, hitting about a thousand all purpose yards with eight touchdowns. So it's my RB20. 29 right now, so it's fringe. Fringe, th- right now. yeah, you're flex. in that two three area. That's that seems about right for him this year. He's a flex for me. All right, you boys ready to get into the uh rankings tonight? Let's get some heat under this uh podcast. Yes, all right, let's do it. Don't worry, JJ. We only got to do the tight ends after that, and then the juju uh, I just, drop will end up going away. I don't understand your thought process in putting together the drops for. Well, you can get the say when you make more of the drops. So I'll make drops. You just all right. Make our next one. Well, I will. And they'll lot it, and I'll never make another one again. <laughs> and then what? I said, and then they'll lot it, and no, I'll never have oh. to make one again. You, you see my plan there? I just make some. Ones that you guys absolutely hate, and then I just like drop it in favor just... off to you. All right, I'm done complaining about your drops. Let's get started. all right. Let's get ready and uh, let's start the heat for the top ten fantasy quarterbacks of 2022. So let's see if we can start some drama off at once. So Ryan's been quiet for quite a while. So let's go over to Ryan Warner and see who his quarterback one of 2022 is going to be. I'm going to save all you guys some button pushing. There's going to be a lot of shit takes here. But I, I love I, it. My first couple are decent. I'll let you know ahead of time when I when I think. But um, I did nothing special for number one. I have Josh Allen finishing as QB number one for fantasy this season. I like how – sorry, this is off topic already. But I like how Ryan – will literally make his rankings off the top of his head out of nowhere <laughs> and then talk shit about us, like, copying and pasting last year's rankings. And one using- minute, one mi- I just want to hold on. Let's just let's just see. It's like, let's <laughs> hold on here. <laughs> okay. Well, so I have a whole spreadsheet, okay? I went into our stupid lead rules. Where, with our point values, made a whole Excel sheet that Ron doesn't know how to do. Yeah, so before we do this, I need to know. This is six points for passing touchdown? Yes. yes. And it's like. Yeah, we play fantasy football, not stupid football. Point oh, I, all my leagues are six points, but I, some of the 
leagues that I'm a part of and not the commissioner of are four point passing touchdowns. So I. Well, it sounds like you need to be the commissioner in more leagues, then, JJ. Well, to be right. fair though, it might, it might make a little bit more of a disparity between the passing quarterbacks and the rushing quarterbacks that Ron loves so much. But back to my point, middle finger to you, Ron, because I made a whole spreadsheet with formulas and everything for the first time ever. It wasn't. Well, I'm fun. shocked and impressed. I'll Very probably never do it again, but <laughs> no, never did. I, I did. <laughs> so happy tonight. Why is Josh Allen your number one quarterback, though? What is he going to do again this year that impresses I, you? I mean, really, you guys probably put a lot more thought into it than I do, but I just looked at his averages over the last couple of seasons. I have him for around 600 passing attempts, um, 64% completion rate, um, about 11 yards per completion. Um, that put him at like. What's that? So we're getting deep into the analysis here. Yeah, guys, it's a whole spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> so I have him at just under 4,300 passing yards. I put him for 660 rushing yards. Did 35 passing TDs and six rushing TDs because he does get a lot of that red zone rushing. Um, and then 13 interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> I like those numbers. That'll work. Pretty much the same as my numbers. All right, JJ, let's go to your number one quarterback. That's Josh Allen with very similar stat outlook, Ryan. Only question marks, really, it, there's a few things. He obviously lost Brian Dabble to the Giants, and then uh, he lost Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, but I, Gabriel Davis is going to step up and fill that role even better. So, um, fine with Josh Allen. think he has a good year. The biggest question I had was I kept seeing reports that like with a new offensive coordinator or whatever, like some people think he might not be rushing as much, but I just think he's a veteran and that he's gonna do whatever works for him. So I kind of see him. Yeah, I kind of see him just doing the same thing regardless of who's there. All right, Ron, you gonna give us a little bit of uh, drama and change up your number one quarterback? Oh yeah, it's Daniel Jones, one hundred percent. No, it's Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen. (laughs) Well. Ryan, you brought up an interesting point here um, that you think that Josh Allen is being talked about as potentially a quarterback that could rush a lot, a little, at least a little bit less this year. Um, and I think there's a quarterback that's going to be pretty close to him based on the high-powered offense he's going to be in this year. My number one is Justin Herbert. Very, very close with Josh Allen, but I believe that Josh Allen is going to be passing a little bit more. I think that's kind of the reason why they brought in James Cook and they're going to be looking to pass it in the backfield a little bit more. They don't want Josh Allen to take as many risks, I think, going into the future. So they're going to look to adjust that playbook a little bit for more for him. That's not going to affect his fantasy football plays that much, um, but I think it's going to bring it down just a little bit to a level that Justin Herbert's going to overtake him for the number one quarterback on this year. I mean, we're looking at Justin Herbert had over 5,000 yards. He's going to have another year in that offense with awesome weapons. They improved that offensive line again this year. I really like what they did with that. Brought in another rookie running back to give out some pressure to the backfield already. So I think that offense is going to have a very, very high yield, especially in such a division where it's going to be very high scoring. So look for Justin Herbert to be your number one quarterback this year and potentially be the league MVP. Edward Davis says, I think Herbert puts on Peyton Manning numbers this kind of year. I agree with you, Edward Davis. I am fully in on Justin Herbert for this year. Um, but Josh Allen's going to be right there, in my opinion. Boys, do you think that this is a crazy take or laudable? He's one of the guys that's up there with the possibility of finishing as the QB1. 
I'm not going to argue with you. The case is definitely there. He has a great line, uh, insane weapons. He's he's got everything he needs to be successful. So, okay, I'm, and I'm Justin Herbert. All right, I'll also start with my number two since I already kind of gave it away at the beginning here too. My number two is Josh Allen, who I said is going to pass a little bit more this upcoming season. Um, I would argue that he's got the same level of weapons in this offense that he had last year. Crowder's a little bit of a veteran that they added to it. There's talks about the receivers behind him too. Gabe Davis is coming into his own, and he's got a Pro Bowl wide receiver as his number one starter this year. So there's no reason why Josh Allen can't be 1A, 1B at the quarterback position. It's going to be wire to wire, I think. By the end of the year, these two are going to be going back and forth for the number one quarterback the entire season. So, Ron, who is your number two quarterback? Uh, my number two quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Um, I know he lost Tyreek Hill and everything, but the division he's in, he's going to have to pass the ball a lot. It's going to be very competitive. They're going to be there's going to be six games where they're pretty much fighting the entire game to win it, and I think. With those six games alone, he's going to have to boost up his passing numbers, and that's not counting any game, any other game he has. I don't, I haven't looked at the schedule, but I mean, if he plays Buffalo again, that's going to be another shootout. Like, I just, I just see them getting into a lot of shootouts to stay in games, so he's going to have the numbers at the end of the season to be right up there at QB two. All right. Uh, any debate with him at this point? I, I don't think anyone can really hate on Patrick Mahomes, even with the loss of wide receiver here this year. I mean, he, he's shown out since he's been a starter in this league, and I think he'll be fantastic this year. Any debate, boys? No, I had Mahomes at number two. What, what's your reason for putting him at number two, Ryan? Uh, pretty much the same as Ron said. I think he's. it's always a high-powered offense. They're always going to they're gonna be in several shootouts during the season. Um I have him at like an obscene number of pass attempts. I put it at six forty. Um, so I have. Spreadsheet hits again. Yeah, Listen, guys, I did a whole thing. I got I got him at six hundred and sixty four pass attempts. So <laughs> I'm right there too. I think he just yeah ends up slinging the ball around. Yeah, so I have him pretty much right right there. <laughs> I was just happy to see you guys are using the same math. That's all. No, but our math made sense. <laughs> it did very much. I just thought it was a good drop for the time. <laughs> JJ, who is your number two? I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Joe math. Why is that pressed? <laughs> what you about to say? Dig yourself a hole, Joe. <laughs> There's no hole to dig. I just enjoy that you both hit similar numbers. That's all. Two for me is Justin Herbert. Nice. They can't. Can't miss oh. with that guy. And I'll follow up with that three is right behind Mahomes is Justin Herbert for me at number three. Brian, I like this. You're just inserting yourself into the conversation. Like you're seen prepared. You're ready. I love it. It's Mr. Weird. Dominant like, tonight. Do the work before the episode starts. It's never <laughs> happened to me before. It's incredible. So why do you put him at number three, Ryan? Um, just the passing volume again. I have him for 650 attempts. I Think there's gonna be a lot of throwing there. Um, 4,600 passing yards. Uh, not as much rushing as you're gonna see from 
I, I actually didn't have him rushing as much as Mahomes. I had him a little bit less as far rushing as rushing matters for quarterbacks in fantasy football. No, yeah, it's weird, right? It's, when did we learn that? It's an odd, it's an odd thing. If you're talented enough, you can overcome that. But for this situation, <laughs> it counts. All right, guys, before we uh, continue on our number three quarterbacks on this list, I just wanted to ask you a question. Is there any reason to draft any of these guys in regular PPR redraft leagues, one quarterback format in the first three rounds of your league? I won't do that. No, I won't do it, but I mean, I know there's people that would in your home leagues. It's going to happen. Yeah, no, there's definitely going to be a Bills or a Chargers. Just kidding. There's no such thing as Chargers fans. Definitely going to be a Bills fan. That uh, is it ever Davis a Chargers fan? <laughs> I was in a league last year where the, where the one one pick was Josh Allen. They didn't. They they did terrible. They didn't win any. They they came in like last, but it happened. Now in Superflex Dynasty leagues, whole different situation. But, oh yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely need quarterbacks in that league, but you shouldn't be taking a quarterback in the first three rounds, even at the end of the third round. Fourth round is where you can start considering the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. But they'll already be gone, so you won't. Right. Yeah. So, JJ, who is your third quarterback on this list? Mahomes. I'm not going to break him down any further. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to throw for a lot of yards and touchdowns. Any chance for a letdown from him this year, now that he's missing Tyreek, or no? I don't think so. I mean, Last year we saw him struggle like we never had before, and they they figured it out. That's just what the Chiefs do with Andy Reid, and uh, he'll spread the ball around and be fine. So, All right, I won't, keep, I won't keep my secret up then. Mine's Patrick Mahomes here too. We have the same three quarterbacks just in a different order. I'm guessing unless Ron throws a curveball here at the end. Patrick Mahomes I think is going to be a good uh, QB this year. Yes, he's missing Tyreek. But he's still got Travis Kelsey, and he's still Patrick Mahomes. So he's still going to be fantastic for fantasy football this year. That uh, that whole division is going to be high scoring. It's going to be high flying. It's going to be fun to watch these guys. So, Ron, who is your QB3? TB12. Really? Speaking of ability overcoming rushing. Well, when you throw for 700 pass attempts in a season. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're going you're gonna to be up there. Especially when you're in a lead like I was in over the weekend where it is point per completion. For <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's, that's incredible. So that's a real uh, reason you want Tom. 5,000 5, yards, 38 touchdowns. I mean, he hasn't had a rushing touchdown in a few years, so I gave him one of those too. <laughs> every, couple, every couple of years he sprinkles one of those in, so I'm thinking maybe this year he – he was great at QB sneaks. He didn't have one. Yeah, last the QB sneaks are. Uh, he might. I can't remember if he had one last. I know it was like one last year. There's been a couple different uh, jumps there where it was weird. In six point four in six point formats, where did you finish among quarterbacks last year? Like five, four. Oh, and I got that. Okay. He had two rushing touchdowns last year, three in 2020, three in 2019, two okay, in so He's going down a little bit then. I thought I saw a bunch of zeros there. Come on, go back. That's really interesting that the Giants fan would have Tom Brady so high. He's got a newfound respect for him. I, what, I, what I, like, Tom, the, I, I like the take, though, Ron. It, it, what has Tom Brady ever done to me? Nothing. He's just given me two Super Bowls. That's all he's done. That's, that's true. That's a good point. Not, no, not, I, I like the take. That's, he, that's, finished, he finished as the QB3 last year, actually. That's a good take. Okay, that's all good. I do, Joe. 
He's like, all I do is give good takes. All I do. I mean, like, we'll talk about it later. He's a little bit further down my <laughs> list, but I, I, I like what you're talking about there. All right, so now we are on to the QB4. So, JJ, who do you have as your QB4? Let's see if this helps you figure it out. <laughs> PlayStation? John Madden? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Until double XP weekends for Call yeah. of Duty. I got Kyler. Um, and the main reason I do is I – I started out him picking back up rushing. Um, I really liked what they did adding Hollywood Brown. I think those two are going to click really well, especially early in the season. And um, last year, in the first half of the year, he was putting up stupid numbers until he got hurt. So He was I, QB1 through week 10, right? Yeah. Would you so put him I, at rushing for it, JJ? I have him at 700 – plus rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns. Oh, so, okay. Um, that's what got him up there. I got him at four. The only issue with him is it's never the hot starts. It's always the finishes with him the last two seasons. So it's The Cliff Kingsbury curse. Absolutely. Nice to see you're making moves in our league, JJ, while we're podcasting. I don't know what you just did. but A sleeper uh, yelled at me for having Kyron Williams on the IR when he came off the pup list today, so I just <laughs> dropped Deion Johnson <laughs> Very funny. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a good take for him there, too. He's right in about that range, I think, for a lot of fantasy uh, owners and rankings for this upcoming season. So I think that's a good ranking and nothing too crazy. I like that we have input from the heckling fandom tonight. And it's Edward Davis. He's got another comment for us that says, I'm not excited about golf. Nowhere near any of our top tens, I don't think. But I'm uncharacteristically optimistic about the Lions this year. Eight wins and I'm happy. Edward, how are you optimistic and you haven't even watched Hard Knocks yet? You, you got to get starts tomorrow, bro. Yes, but you got to get pumped up after you watch the first episode. But yeah, no, I like the coach there. Um, they might be building something, but it's going to take a little bit longer. Where do you guys have Jared Goff ranked? They lost a lot of games super close, though. They did last year, so I, it, I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the Lions too. I really want them to succeed. I've got Jared Goff at twenty three. 30? 20? 23. Ryan is, okay. Ron? 25. Right, he's 28 for me. Guys, we can get to my shit tates later, all right? I'm no, we'll, don't worry. We'll, we'll give a little bit of time for that, too, because we're going to have to all talk about where our favorite quarterbacks are on these lists, too, and start. If we're doing all that, we need to hurry this fucking along, because I'm tired. We're, yeah. All right, so who's your number four, Ron? Oh, yeah, I got to do something. Uh, Russell Wilson. Explain. Wow. Uh, pretty much the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. He's going to throw the ball a lot because he's going to be in a lot of close games. Um, I think they allow him to throw the ball more and because that was his biggest gripe with Pete Carroll is he didn't get allowed to throw the ball. So he's going to – he went somewhere where they're going to allow him to do it. Um, I mean, I don't have him throwing a lot, 579 attempts. But he's always been pretty efficient. He's got weapons out the ass there. So I don't see why efficiency shouldn't be a problem. I've got him for 36 touchdowns and eight interceptions. So, I mean, a couple rushing touchdowns. I just can't get there. I wasn't able to do it. 
Tim Patrick. That was the ghost of Tim Patrick. <laughs> Poor guy. I think he'll have a good year, but they have really solid running backs. Nathaniel Hackett comes from Green Bay, usually plays pretty slow and likes to establish a run. Um, I got him for 4,200 yards and 33 passing touchdowns, so a really good year for a Denver quarterback, but he's actually outside my top 10. The difference wow. between fantasy really? points, wow. the difference for fantasy points between my third and six is like 10 points. So wow. it could fluctuate like crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, JJ, who do you have as your, you already said your number four. Ryan, what's your number four? Um, I, I put Tom Brady. Uh, Ron are already broken down pretty good, so I won't go super in depth, but yeah, Tom Brady. Tom. My number four is Joe Burrow. So listen, he's got an improved offensive line this upcoming year. I think Joe Mixon's going to have a pretty decent year. He's going to have the same wide receiver core going into this year. And him and his number one wide receiver were elite winning last year. Um, So I'm going to look for them to continue that trend coming into this year. Um, I I like that offense coming into this year, and I think he's going to be fantastic. And JJ, thank you for that trade uh, over the weekend that we were able to formulate. T. Higgins is going to have a good year, and he's going to work out good for you. I hope so. I just I got both those guys. So, you uh, one of you guys might want to get the uh, shit take button ready. Oh no! Are, are, are we ready to go to five? And you want to start with five? No, no, no. Uh, I got Joe Burrow at QB twelve. What? Yep. I have my ten, so I'm not far off. That'll be a mutual double shit take button on both your parts. He is going to finish in the top five. Well, here's the thing. A lot of the things you said are true. Yeah, he's got an improved offensive line. So they're going to run the ball more. Yeah, he's got two really good wide receivers. But Three. he had two – he's got two really good wide receivers Tyler and Boyd's one very good. good wide receiver. And even with all that, I mean, it took two astounding – games last year for her to him to finish as QB eight. So without those two astounding games right at the end of the year, that, that seems everybody is, that's all they can remember is these two amazing games that he had. He, that's the only reason he finished QB eight. If he didn't have those two games, even if he had just normal good games, he would have been lower. He would have been QB ten or QB twelve. Like Joe Burrow was QB five last year, in my according to my calculations. I have my eight, but that's on Fantasy Pros, which doesn't follow the exact same formula as us. I'm gonna assume. I'm on Fantasy Pros and has him at five. Oh, I'm Alan Herbert, Brady at three, Mahomes four, Burrow five. Ron, where do you have him again? Weird. Uh, me personally, I have him at twelve. That's fucking bananas. No way. Wait. Well, I'll talk about Joe Burrow when I get to him. He did, he did finish eight. I went week one through one okay. through uh, seventeen. He didn't play week eighteen. That's why. I still think that's fucking bananas. That's why he finished eight. But he finished eight. So, like so, he, I feel like he finished eight with two huge games yeah. at the end of the year. But he didn't and play why can't he week? have more huge games after he figured out the formula? It seems to have that hit factor, and I think we're Although, the last week doesn't even help you much because like the fantasy season's over most of the time. So like. Yeah, you still play still play you continue into the next year. Why can't he do that with a better offensive line and more time to throw to those receivers? I think okay. Here, here's his fantasy points per game throughout the season. Ready? 
18, 10, 17, 22, 18, 22, 26, 27, 9, 16, 16, 22, 12, 38, 34. With one of the worst offensive lines in the league, now he's going to have more time to throw to those wide receivers and have more chemistry with them this year. Look for him to elevate his game even more. Or they're going to run the ball more. And it's going to be more efficient running the ball because of their good offensive line. No, they're going to love to pass people, it more this year. Absolutely not. Joe Mixon's going to have a good year. He, and he's gonna, many t- he, he threw for, he threw 520 times, which they and those numbers are going to go up. They ran a decent amount last year. 520 attempts in today's day and age is not that much. So is this offense going to be more efficient? Yes. Okay. Is the running game going to be more efficient with an offensive line? Yeah, and the same amount of carries is going to be more efficient. Oh, okay, same amount of carries. Still more efficient, which means still less offensive plays in total. The same amount of carries. Just a better yards for carry or red zone. Okay, because they run the ball on first down, get 10 yards. They run the ball on first down again, get five, four. They're not throwing, they're not throwing downfield when they're not getting to three and 13. Ron, they're not going to just run on first and second down this year. The pass. I know, go. but I'm making a point. When the running game is more efficient and better, that's going to impact. The game opens not up necessarily more. because it opens up play action, which leads to more passing. Because you rush on first down, you open up more I'm options just saying, on second down because you're not going to stop in the backfield. I'm just that's saying not necessarily your the case. whole argument, your entire argument outside of the offensive line, which yep. can also be make the case for – less passing work it can make the case for it not saying it's what's going to happen but your entire case for joe burrow being that high is off of two games last year where he outscored every other game he played by over 10 fantasy points a game correct so you bring those 10 fantasy if you bring those two games back down to where his average is in those games he's not going to do the same thing but and that's, that's the problem. You're playing with a new team people. with a better offensive what? line. You're not playing with that offensive line where he's running for his life anymore. The line's going to be better. He's going to have more time, giving him more passing opportunities because the coaching game is going to look to call more passing plays this year. They saw what they have with that wide receiving core going into this year. Yes, yep. Joe Mixon's going to be efficient. I think he's going to be efficient, but the whole offense as a whole is going to be more efficient. What what numbers do you have for uh, Burrow, Ron? They're good. I got 4,500 yards and 28 touchdowns. He has touchdowns coming down and his yards about the same. Yeah, because they're going to, I think they run the ball at the goal line more. I think they. Okay. And to Ron's point, if you do 1 to 15 before those two insane games, he's at QB9. Edward Davis has another commentary. He says, No love for Aaron Rodgers. He'll have a better season for Burrow for sure. There's no fucking way. But. (laughs) You got the poop, Edward Davis. All right, uh, we need to get this episode moving along, though, too. Have we all finished our number fours, or has anybody else got a number four? That was only four. It's only four. Let's move on to five. JJ, who is your five? Only an hour in, guys. <laughs> My number five is Joe Burrow. You guys want to talk about it somewhere? <laughs> I'm glad uh, to see you agree with me. My number five is Justin Herbert. Okay. It's a little low. Okay. My number five, I don't know how I got this, but so I, <laughs> I All right, here we go. Get the shit take button ready. Yeah, yeah fucking problem. spreadsheets. <laughs> I got Jalen Hurts at number five. Oh, no, I don't hate that. 
Oh, oh. That's, that's bold, but it's okay. I just... Fact. I think this would... I have him getting a lot of rushing. Like, I have him at 770 rushing yards and nine rushing touchdowns. Um, and that just oh, kind of shit. boosted him way up there. So I got Jalen Hurts at number five. Where did, why was that button pressed? <laughs> I pushed it because I agreed with Ryan. Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> That's fantastic. My spreadsheets um, are coming through. I got Jalen Hurts significantly lower, but um, I, I don't hate the take. If you like that offense, there's there's no reason why you can't call your shot on him in this spot. I mean, you either like Jalen Hurts or you don't. So I, I don't hate this take, Ryan. I. <laughs> It's okay. It's Jalen Hurts was going to rush for a thousand yards last year. Yeah. Okay. Remember how there was going to be three quarterbacks that did that? Yeah. Uh, and not one did. <laughs> oh, come on. It was a bull take episode. Get over it. Isn't that the one where you initially had Lamar Jackson for like 16 rushing touchdowns? <laughs> Taysom Hill. Oh, God. <laughs> Love it. Bull take, guys. Bull takes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is Kyler Murray. He's gonna hit the PlayStation yes again this year, but he's gonna have good rushing upside, decent offense. Hollywood Brown's gonna feast in that offense. So I like him as my number five. So he's right in that range of uh four to six. I, I think that's about where he'll finish and he'll fade out at the end of the season like he does every year. <laughs> All right. Who else needs to go with five? Everyone's done five. Number six, Ron, start with six. Uh, number six, I got Dak Prescott. Uh, this team, the defense scored so much last year. <laughs> That's going to come down and the offense is going to have to do more. Um, so Dak Prescott, he can handle it. Like, I mean, as long as he doesn't get injured, but I mean, his injury wasn't a body breaking down thing. It was someone breaking his body. Um, plus he's, you know, more removed from that injury. They're talking about him running more again this year. Uh, I just think he has a pretty, a really good fantasy football year. I just hope they don't win a lot of games. Can he still perform high, even with all the injuries of the wide receivers at those positions? Yeah. CD. I mean, Aaron Rodgers always performed high with just Devonte Adams. Dak Prescott can, Perform just fine with just CD Lamb, I think. Okay, boys, uh, what's your thoughts on this? I'm not going to fight Ron at all on that. I like Dak. Receivers, I've, obviously, I've been a guy that's high on Tolbert, so I think he's going to be able to step in and contribute and Schultz and Lamb. But he's got enough weapons to make it happen, and their rate of play is among the top in the league. Kellen Moore is going to have him slinging it. So I'm not going to fight Ron on that take. I've got uh, Dak a little bit lower. He's still a QB1 in my rankings, but he's down at 11. Um, I think the wide receivers are going to take a little while to adjust. They're young. I do like C.D. Lamb a lot, and Ron doesn't like this take, so he's going to walk away from this take. Um, and apparently we're going to have to bring the ghost back on the show because fuck this podcast. So, yeah, anyway, I've got him at 11. Still liking this year. He's just a little bit farther down in my rankings. Uh, so, JJ, who do you got at six? Did you just, like, go fart, Ron, or what just happened there? Yeah. Oh. Got him out and do. Doing the do. <laughs> Doing the do. Uh, I have Jalen Hurts at six. Um, obviously, 
with only 16 passing touchdowns, he was a QB one last year. I think that goes up this year while the rushing stays somewhat rushing numbers stay somewhat similar. So I've been throwing for about 10 more touchdowns with the addition of AJ Brown. So um, I think he takes another step forward in his development and has a pretty damn good year. Where do you got hurts, Joe? Is he really good? 13. 13. That's exactly where I have him. Okay. Ryan, who's your number six? Um, so number sits for me at, and I'm going to preface this with sits through eight are all within like three points of each other. So don't give me any shit until after pick nine, eight. All right. Uh, but I want Lamar. I got Lamar Jackson at QB sits. Um, he's still got the rushing ability and he was on pace, you know, using some Joe math before <laughs> the injuries and things of that nature for over a thousand yards. Um, so the rushing ability is still there. Um, I still have him at like 500 pass attempts, so I put him at QB sits. My number six is Russell Wilson. Um, I like the offense that he's going to be operating in this year. Yes, he lost Tim Patrick, but he's still got two fantastic wide receivers with Sutton and Jerry Judy. Um, I think he's got some operable tight ends he can do, and he's got a balanced running game that's going to be balanced. Let me say balanced again, not with two running back ones, two running back two is more like it, but I like what he's going to do this year. Uh, I think he's going to get a lot of targets to those wide receivers. Look for him to have a good year and some good rushing upside too in that offense. Number seven, Ryan, lead us off. Number seven, I have Kyler Murray. I'm right behind Lamar. Station boy himself. Yep. Um, you know, hopefully he's doing that homework this year, not not hitting the double XP weekends too hard in October. Um, yeah, uh, QB7. R2, R2, R2. <laughs> Does Madden count as uh, film study? <laughs> if it did, I'd study the most film ever. <laughs> Ron, who's your seven? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Funny uh, enough? Yeah. I mean, he's the rushing ability. He's probably, you know, there's, you can say that there's a lot of running or quarterbacks that can hit the thousand yard rushing, but only one of them's ever done it in the league right now. And that's Lamar Jackson. Number seven, I've got Lamar Jackson. Love the rushing upside. Um, The weapons are questionable this year outside of Mark Andrews, but again, rushing upside. Doesn't matter. He's going to be good for fantasy football this year as long as he poops with four games. JJ, who's your number seven? Teflon Tom Brady is my <laughs> number seven. Um, I have his touchdowns coming down just a few clicks and his passing yards coming down a few clicks from last season. Um, they really did lose a lot of offensive linemen and they just lost Jensen. Um, they lost like three pro bowlers on that line. So that, I mean, that's a big deal to me. So I just have his numbers clicking down a little bit, but I'm not going to write him off like I did last off season and look like an idiot. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, Ron, who do you got as your number eight? All right. Here's where things get weird. <laughs> Don't worry. It gets weird for me here too. Like I a hundred percent did not expect this. And I tried, but it's just what I feel about the offense. 
I've got Kirk Cousins at my eight. Wow. Yeah. I would love to give you more in-depth um, analysis as yep. to why. But I, I have – let me bring up the numbers. Hold on. Let me bring up the numbers. I've learned today that spreadsheets are <laughs> – Great We've been doing this podcast for two years. I've learned today that spreadsheets are phenomenal. <laughs> Fantastic. I've got his uh, – I think the biggest thing is I've just got his passing attempts going up. What do you have on that? They're 616. Wow. Yeah, I got them going up. They've been running uh, Delvin Cook out of the slot a lot. I think they're going to want to pass the ball a ton. Um, I mean, the coaches – came out and said, you know, Justin Jefferson could be this year's Cooper Cup. I don't believe that fully, but I've got him for 4,700 yards, 32 touchdowns. He'll get some rushing and be like 100 yards or so. I got him for 115 and a touchdown rushing. Um, So just, I, I mean, he's always been right there. I think there's only been a few years where he wasn't like, quarterback 13, 12, 11, like I think just with the passing numbers going up, his numbers will go up. <laughs> I know, weird math. <laughs> All right, who's – JJ, who's your number eight? I got Lamar at number eight, maybe too low. 3,500 pass yards, 26 touchdowns, 1,008 rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns. He may have more rushing touchdowns, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just where I landed. He may he may have to move up. But. Fair enough. Ryan, your number eight. Uh, number eight, he's already been covered, but I got Dak Prescott coming in at QB8. All right. He, oh, God. All right, my, my number eight's not as spicy as, well, maybe it is as spicy as Kirk Cousins, but I've got Trey Lance here. Um, I really believe in him this year. Love the offensive line. <laughs> Fuck you. He's going to do much better than even than Jalen Hurts this year. What do you have his stats at? They're going to be higher than Jalen Hurts. 2,000 yards rushing. Like what, I don't, how did you – what do you have? It's a rushing ability. I've got him rushing for 600 yards. Um, I think his pass ability is going to be maybe 3,700. So I, I really like where he's going to be at this year. So I've got him sat out at about that line. Um, I like his ability to score in the red zone, too. I think he's going to call his name a lot there, too. Um, he He's going to have a little bit of awe-inspiring year is what I'm going to call it. I, I really believe in this kid. Um, so I got him ranked at number eight this year. Love the offense. And who hit the shape take button? I mean, Just a side note, Joe has Trey Lance on his dynasty team. So very biased. Believe I'll, I'll say this. I, I have Trey Lance inside my top 15. And I think he can get there with his rushing ability. But He's inside my top 15. But in the fantasy community, the fantasy community loves him. And that's because he is a great rusher. But I'll say this. Everyone needs to prepare for the possibility that he fucking blows. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've went on record saying that I, when I watched his film from last year, his throws looked like garbage. And his release a lot of- is Mike Glennon-esque. It is long and drawn out. 
He's been inaccurate all camp. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. There's been a lot of negative talk about him out of camp, too. He didn't play a senior year of college. He barely played last year, so he's a project, and he's still got to develop. But the 49ers have not traded Jimmy Garoppolo yet or cut him, and that kind of – It's scary. It's scary. I'm optimistic about him this year. I think Joe has him ranked at his ceiling. Like, yeah, if everything sure. goes right, that's where he could finish. But it's not – I don't think it's a uh, high probability, I guess, is – What do you guys have him rated out for rushing yards this year? A little, over, a little over 500. Right about where I had him. About I have him at 853 wow. rushing yards. I had him at 600. Six. He runs a lot. He When he got in – he looked to run quite a bit if the first read wasn't there. So I, how many I think passing, that's... How many passing touchdowns did you give him, Joe? 22. Oh, God. JJ's going to be so mad at me. Why? Oh, you guys are all going to be mad at me when we get to our quarterbacks. Like, I, I made sure. I got Trey Lance one spot higher than Justin. <laughs> it's just all right. It's only like four points. All right, have we all gotten done with eight? What happened? Yep. All right, let's move on to nine. AJ, who's your number nine? Dak. Dak. Kyler. Uh, Ash. Who was yours? Tom Brady. Um, I have someone that hasn't been mentioned yet. I actually got Matthew Stafford at number nine. He's, he's right in that ballpark. I'm- I think it's, you know, I put him at. 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns, um, not much rushing ability there. I gave him a touchdown for rushing, but um, I just – I feel like that's the ballpark of where you didn't expect him to finish. Okay. I've got Stafford at 14. Wow. That's a little low for him. Is it? Yeah. A little bit. I have Stafford at 14 as well. What did you guys stat him out for? Mine and JJ's rankings have been very similar for most cases. Did you guys copy and paste the same source? No, because I, I don't have 40, I don't over 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Sounds like a good year for Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup to me. Um, he has a lot. He just doesn't. He doesn't run. What team does he play for again? <laughs> oh, the Rams. That's right. Someone needs to go to bed. I'm so fucking tired. Uh, 4,600 yards, 31 touchdowns. I put him at 34 touchdowns. You guys are ranking him as a QB2 this year. That's incredible. I do not see him as a QB2. I see him as a fringe one, but not a two. You solidly put him at a number two. The problem um, so, is he's – I have him behind all the running quarterbacks, and somebody's – I mean, people are going to get hurt, and he's going to finish higher. But Oh, no, my computer died. Oh. Anyway, my number ten. Is he still on the screen? If his his stat computer died. You just see Ron curl up in the middle of the floor, and I can't do my rankings without my stats. I guess I'll just pull him up on this computer. (laughs) We're 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 at ten now. Anyway, what do you got left? I mean, besides shit talking, the rest of the rankings after this. All right, my number ten is Matt Stafford. So you guys have him ranked at fourteen. I've got him at ten. He's going to have the same kind of season he had last year. Allen Robinson is an upgrade for the wide receiver two position, though. He was dogging it with Chicago. I think he's going to have a good year. 
Um, him and Dak Prescott are going to go wire and wire at this level. So I've got Prescott at 11, Stafford at 10. Could interchange at any point, though. So I'm comfortable throwing him into my top 10. Ryan, who's your last one? My last is your shit take. I put Joe Burrow at QB 10. That is um, significantly too low. I have him at 550 attempts with a 68% completion rate, which is in. 374 completions, uh, 12 yards per completion. I put him at like 4,500 yards, 32 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and then I gave him two rushing TDs. I'm rolling with it. I'm happy. Like, like you take all those two ridiculous games he had, it's, I, it's not that insane. All right, JJ, who's your 10? Oh. Quarterback, <laughs> Justin Fields. QB 10. Write it down. How the hell did he get the 10? So listen, last season, Jalen Hurts threw for 3,100 yards and 16 touchdowns. And because of his rushing, he finishes QB9. So I think Fields has more passing yards and passing touchdowns with between seven and 800 rushing yards. And I think – No worries that your dude threw for two more interceptions than he did touchdowns. Watch the film. He was just literally set up to be murdered. It was an assassination attempt by Matt Nagy. <laughs> but, like, here's my problem with that statement is I still feel like he's set up to be murdered. <laughs> like, I, I don't agree. think they did anything to help him not get murdered this year. How many yards do you have him thrown for? 4,000. There's <laughs> quarterback in history to throw for 4,000 yards. Oh, no. I'm sorry, JJ. I really like Justin Fields this year, but 4,000 yards is... 230 yards a game. Yeah, he can just... do that. On a shit team, in garbage time, you don't think he can throw over 230 yards a game? I think if, he'll be running for more yards. If he throws... If he plays 17 games, he's a quarterback one. It's going to go to Mooney, Cole Komet, and St. Brown. Everyone else is hurt. Every other wide receiver on that team is hurt right now. Or a three or four on another they're team. Gonna sign, they're going to sign Will Fuller. That'd be interesting. I might bump up Justin Fields' numbers if they get Will Fuller. Edward Davis has an opinion, but not on this. He says, my quarterback 10 is a goat. Ben Gnucci. Thanks for that, Edward currently out of the league, but he uh, he was there last year, for sure. Um, hard knock, former Hard Knock star, too. Go ahead with this one, Joe. All right, we got another comment here. Hey, guys, I have the 12th pick in a 14-team league. Damn, it is a deep league, which means it's going to be harder to draft later. I fell like yeah. three or four will well, – I feel. I feel – like three or four of these will fall to me. Mixon, Kelsey, Diggs, or Adam. Which one should be my first pick and why? You're in a 14 team league. I would definitely take Mixon because it's going to be harder to come by running backs yeah. in your league. So, yeah. without a doubt, my opinion would be Mixon. Boys, do you agree with this or would you go with one of these other players? I, I would probably have to go Mixon there. Yeah. I, I would say Mixon. And then if you're 12th pick, you're going to get a quick turnaround in the second. Yeah, I would go Mixon and then shoot for. Best available after that. I would take Joe Mixon and Saquon Barkley. 
Yeah, I think that's a decent option there too. There's hey, we also... did that once. Well, yeah, I was like we did that in Ryan's draft this past weekend. All right, boys. You fixed it, Joe. Yeah, thank, thanks. He actually fixes his typos, unlike me. I love the one that has the most typos. When he reads them, it holds them up the most. I know, right? Uh, do you want my QB 10? Yeah, go ahead. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we almost made it without mentioning I know. Him. I had to bring him up. Anytime he's played all 17. Like and subscribe, years, Hollywood. Um, he's been a top 10 QB. Like, I couldn't. And, I mean, I go by my stats. I only fuck with him a little bit sometimes here or there. If I just, I 100% don't believe what happened. Like last year when I had, I can't remember what the wide receiver was, but I had a wide receiver that was entirely too high. So I had to fuck with some stats. But. Who's going to be his number one wide receiver? If I really remember that. He right. was Terry McLaurin. You're right. Yeah. I had him at like wide receiver three, and I'm like, I like him, but no. No, no, no. <laughs> So who's Aaron Rodgers' number one target this year? Lazard. Okay. 100%. All right, let's get into our favorite quarterbacks. Ron, where do you have your piece of shit quarterback ranked? 21. And why is Daniel Jones that high? Um, well, I mean, if he plays all 17 games, that's where he'll finish. I mean, if you want to look, he finished – in his rookie year, playing 13 game, he finished 23. His second year, only played 14 games, finished 24. In last year, with only playing 11 games, he finishes the 27th overall uh, quarterback. All right, before we got on air, I have him at 29. You just need to look at the fucking practice he had today. You don't even need to look at what he did. Oh, my God. Practice. I know. He 18 on passes, two interceptions, bench for Tyrod Taylor. Get ready for him to get benched halfway through the year because your team is going to be fucking done with him. He's not going to finish the season. First off, I heard this last year about Tua. And you're going to be drafting someone else. So First off, last Dr. year. Dr. Tyrod Taylor is going to be Tua. coming in and saving the Giants. And Jacoby Brissett. Secondly, Daniel Jones' numbers haven't been bad. And thirdly, just like last week when I sent you something about Zach Wilson having a ferocious day in practice, you're like, ferocious. Ferocious. I'm very tired. I'd probably that word that's, a, that's definitely um, a new word. Um, lost my train of thought. Oh, oh sorry. My QB hasn't hit anyone in a wheelchair. It's, so it's just no matter what thing you send me, it's not going to be as bad as what Daniel Jones right. has done in his The thing is, Daniel Jones assaults the disabled. You have him ranked as the second worst fantasy QB in the league. Correct. When he's never, when he's never, even though he only played eleven games that year, never finished less than twenty-seven. Well, you can be twenty-nine if you don't finish out the season as your team's quarterback. Just saying. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm fucking with Zach Wilson's numbers right now. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> All right. So we get to my quarterback here. QB one. Yeah, uh, and this is this is gonna have to change after two because there's reports coming out about Mackay Beckton, and they think he's gonna miss the season now. Um, they're saying it's a significant knee injury, and that's probably gonna come out tomorrow. So I am pissed. I've read those few, but before the injury, and unless we sign a good right tackle, I've got him at sixteen. Um, 
Listen, he has gotten every position improved outside of right tackle because of the injury now. Elijah Moore in his second year. Garrett Wilson, a number one wide receiver. Corey Davis, who drops things as the third wide receiver. Brees Hall is going to be fantastic, and he's actually got two tight ends now in a second-year offense where LaFleur showed out in the second half of the season, and they were able to perform on the pace even with Tom Brady. We saw what they could do in the second half of the year. And Zach Wilson is going to show up this year and be in the top half of the league for fantasy football. I've got a 4,000 yards. How many? 4,000. How many touchdowns? Twenty three and 15. I think that's We're having some audio issues over there, Joe. I was gonna say, what happened? Sound a little choppy. Take was so bad. Twenty-three and fifteen. Can you hear me? What'd you do for rushing? I uh, have a few hundred yards. He's he's not a like in pair. He's not a huge rushing quarterback. Uh, I think he's gonna look to throw for us this year. So I've got him at sixteen. I've got well, him at QB twenty. I'm at, I have him at twenty-eight. Hollywood says Jets are poop. Coming from a Lions fan. What the hell is the Lions? Yeah, you're really good. You're a Lions fan. At least we have a Super Bowl and have actually won playoff games in the last 20 years and a significant amount in the last Easy 20 years. So, whoa. Your, your dude let's, had let's a 50% completion rate last season. Holly, Holly, he gets real heated about his Jets. He's already very upset that his right tackle is a big behemoth baby. And about to miss the entire fucking season. Joe, unzip your fanny pack and write this down. Zach uh, Wilson will not finish. In the top half of quarterbacks this season. Where'd he got him? <laughs> I love this episode. I love the fan, I love the fanny pack comment. I need to go to bed. But I gotta incorporate it into my team name somehow. Where do you got him, JJ? QB twenty one. Where do you got him, Ryan? Twenty eight. All right, let's cover Mac Jones. Where the fuck does Ryan have Mac Jones? It's Patriots quarterback. All right, well, listen, guys. As I mentioned before, you guys just see Joe sitting in the courtroom and just gonna. I'm gonna hit I hit it. For you guys. I hit it for you guys preemptively, just so no, no one interrupts me. So I got Matt Jones at QB 16. Um. So I wait. I got a spreadsheet though. Um, <laughs> I knew I should have done the second one. Um, so, get to work. so I put him at 545 pass attempts, um, 69% completion rate, which is just a small bump from what he did before. Um, that put him at like 4100. Yards. I did bump up his touchdowns a little bit. I bumped him up to 25 um, with 12 interceptions. The rush 100 yards and 25 touchdowns. Yeah. It happened. And then I kept, I knocked down the rushings a little bit. I put him at 150 yards and then one touchdown. Patriots <laughs> sneak, so it's possible. Um, I put him at QB 16 for me. <clears throat> Wait, the spreadsheet, though, from Edward Davis. The spreadsheet is true. All right, I've got to make QB 21. Matt. 
Ryan was talking shit about this in our chat earlier, which actually this is a little bit higher than he's consensus across many different formats. So Ryan's like, oh, you're downgrading him from last year? No, Ryan, I'm actually giving him a little bit of an elevation. Listen. He finished 18 last year. You're not, you are not going to be down a little bit. He finished 23 in most formats. I don't know what the hell you're looking at. Fantasy pros. Yeah, well, I looked at the conglomerate of all of them fantasy calculators. So I got anyway. Can you spell that word, Joe? What did you say, Ron? I, uh, Mac Jones, from what I see, finishing at QB 18. See? All right. All right. Four points per touchdown, though. Yeah, let's do it at six. How do I change that? <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I, I, I've got him at 21. I, I think it's a slight upgrade, but I don't believe in a quarterback where you have a coach going into December, which allows him to only throw three passes and rushes for the entire game. Fluke of the so, game. listen, Bill Belichick fucking hates fantasy football. Does not care what the fantasy stats are going to look like. He's going to run the ball this year. <laughs> You're going to see Mac Jones's numbers go up slightly. He's got marginally better weapons this year, but it's not going to be anything impressive. He's a borderline QB2 for this year. But, JJ, I agree with you on Justin Fields. I've got him at 14. I like him this year. I didn't give him that Jones ranking. What's your Jones ranking? <laughs> oh. But my numbers are like the same as Ryan. 4,033 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns. Yeah. Ryan just doesn't like other people as much. Ryan, go on. Yeah, I'm Ryan, the stats. And no, what Matt, I want to if, know, if you incorporated like an injury risk, like Maggie Jones is probably not going to get hurt and some of the other guys are. So I think, yeah. So, Joe, I want to know who do you – You have Daniel Jones at 29. Mm-hmm. Um. Who are the two QBs that you – or three QBs that you have below him? Funny that you ask. So I've got Geno Smith below him. Above him is Jimmy Garoppolo, who will be traded. And I've got him even worse than Marcus Mariota, who actually has some rushing upside. Did you just say Daniel – I'm going to bed. Yeah, because you're not going to finish out the year. You said that about Tua last year. Last year. There's – not even in the realm of possibility there. That's completely different comparisons. Daniel Jones is much worse than Tua, and I don't Apo- think Apology worse. bet. Outside of injury, Daniel Jones starts all the games. <laughs> Wait, what? So what's the bet? Outside of injury, Daniel Jones will start every game. Sure. Okay. Hit the button, then. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> you should have known I was not even Not anywhere. legit if you don't hit the button. Yeah, what? no, it's definitely not a legit apology bet if you don't hit the button. Hit it, you bastard. How long Jesus is this going to take you? Oh, that's the speech one. Hit the button, Ron. You won't. Oh, God. Found it. Ron, didn't we make one last week, too? I seem to be piling up the apology bets with you. Yeah. We got to question, a document yes, with all these because Javante Williams over Brees Hall. Yep. That's going to be a loss for you. Anyway, guys, uh, we've reached the end of the quarterback ranking episodes. I think we've gone well over. If you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show. 
Also, if you like to he- what you hear, you can listen to us in audio formats. You can do that on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. You can leave us voice with us at www.garbagetimeff.com. You can talk to us on Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football and on Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF. Send any of your questions you can write in the comments or on any of those uh, platforms, and we'll happily get back to you and probably live on the show, too. We love interacting with the Fandom. Boys, do you have any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Good night. No. Mom's ready to go to bed, and I need a, another beer because of the McKay-Beckton news. Good night, Heckling Fandom. Join us later in this week for a mock draft. So, peace. Have a great night. Enjoy your fantasy football season. Thank you.